Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is episode 30, a milestone episode for us for a number of reasons. Of course, it's our uh, 30th episode. And also, we are broadcasting for the first time uh, remotely in the history of this new program here on KSL. We are broadcasting today live from the Utah State Capitol. It is the kickoff of the legislative session. Both the House and the Senate have gaveled uh, in, and this year they are underway. And there are a number of lawmakers. I have a long list of them I'm going to be speaking to today. Uh, they intend to bring up on the floor of their respective bodies uh, issues and items uh, and matters that they feel are important. Now, remember, Utah is a part-time legislature. Uh, that means different things, but for the most part, it means that the legislative body, both the House uh, and the Senate, is made up of individuals who uh, live within the community. They are your neighbors. They have full-time jobs when they're not here uh, representing you uh, in the House or the Senate. So let's get right into it. The, today, we're going to kick things off uh, with a topic that I believe is going to be uh, pretty prevalent during the course of this legislative session. In studio, uh, well, here in this conference room that the folks here at the Capitol building have been so generous to lend us is uh, Representative uh, Karen Kwan. Uh, it represents District 34 uh, right. out of Murray. Uh, Representative, grateful to you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Now, we're going to need a little bit of a history lesson as we dive into this topic with you. The topic is the Equal Rights Amendment. Yes. Uh, g- give us the history, please, and then uh, and then we'll talk about what you're up to now. You know, Utah has a very long history with ERA, actually. We have it in our Constitution. Uh, it's a different, little bit different uh, language, but we were an early leader in equal rights. Uh, from 1896, we adopted the uh, Equal Political Rights language and that language was actually used by some of our uh the leaders for era to draft the language that we see today in 1896 uh, utah drafts its constitution in the language there it includes uh, equal protections uh, specifically in terms of politics uh, with regard to men and women in 1972 the united states congress decided to uh, take a run at amending the the constitution and uh, at that time a number of states ratified Uh, that amendment to the Constitution, but not sufficient for the Constitution itself to be amended. And interestingly enough, that uh, proposal included a deadline uh, of 1979. By 79, did we make the deadline, or did we meet the threshold? We didn't, but what also is interesting is that Congress extended that deadline, and that's a question right now, a legal question, as to whether or not we can extend that once again. There is a bill that has passed the House, the U.S. uh, Congress, that uh, says that that we can do that. 
Uh, but that's going to need to be a question for the Supreme Court. There are a number of another questions. It was the extension of the deadline, yes. constitutional. Uh, have the states that ratified it thus far, will that ratification hold if a sufficient number arises? Uh, in fact, uh, interestingly enough, the, the, the Commonwealth of Virginia uh, just very recently ratified this Equal Rights uh, Amendment, something, again, dating back uh, to 1972. Now, yep. uh, that brings us to uh, today and your current efforts. What uh, are you up to here in Utah? Yeah, I am sponsoring legislation. It's HJR 7, and this is to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment right here in Utah. Why, uh, why ought Utah ratify this? You know, I was looking at some articles a couple of summers ago that said Utah was the worst for women. And, um, yes, we have issues. We have big issues here. In what respects? Well, we have issues like uh, a gender wage gap. We have issues of uh, just um, thoughts about uh, our own um, cultural ideas about uh, women in the workforce, women in... Uh, so some of this is, is our own thinking. Um, and there were some reports, some uh, research that suggested that women opt out. Um, and I'm saying that partly that women opt out because of these messages. And so we need to send a grand gesture. In 2019, I put together a, a resolution that talked about the value of women um, and in that resolution it had language that said we should have uh, language in the, uh, the U.S. Constitution sure. that follows our own state constitution. That passed unanimously uh, through every process, not one no vote, which says that our legislators in their hearts believe in this. They believe in the value of women and to send that love and respect and that grand gesture for women. And I think the women of Utah need to hear that. Uh, we were an early leader in equal rights, and we forgot that along the way. And I think we need to come back to that. What do you say to the folks who would respond to this effort, uh, similar to the arguments against it back in the 70s, yes. that this would lead to uh, universal conscription, that women would then be drafted into the armed services, uh, that there would be uh, that children in you know custody disputes would maybe not mm -hmm. end up with uh, the parent uh, most suited to take care of them? What do you say to some of the criticisms leveled against this? Some well, of the some of the the bullet points that it was what Phyllis Schlafly in the seventies yes. uh, was was sharing with folks. Absolutely, and the the opposition that I'm hearing today is the exact same opposition in the 70s and they haven't been updated but our culture has been updated we've changed over these last 40 years um, there's a lot of uh, uh, legal arguments that say that some of the opposition it, none of it holds weight none of it um, for example if you want to talk about the draft today uh, the draft is going to look very differently than the 70s because we're not going to have a draft and, and most military scholars will say that um, our military is very specialized and we won't be uh, able to do the same kinds of things that we did in the 70s it's going to look very different um, and our women serve uh, in the military and they are very uh, well respected and decorated and and so I think that is not a question for ERA um, today. Uh, there's other things like the um, we're going to have to share the same bathrooms <laughs> and we're going to have to have the same gyms and I don't want to change in front of people and uh, in front of the the other sure. um, sex and um, and so this is uh, not 
a part of this. Utah, again, sure. I want to remind everyone that Utah has had this in our state constitution, and we don't have to share bathrooms now. It's under the idea of strict scrutiny. We're speaking with Representative Karen Kwan, a Democrat representing District 34 here in the yes. state of Utah, Murray. Uh, she is proposing a, that Utah ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. This is a debate that's been playing out for decades, uh, and she thinks the time is right for Utah to take an affirmative position in amending the United States Constitution. We have about a, a minute left. Uh, characterize the support you've seen so far here in the Utah legislature. Absolutely. We have a bipartisan support, um, much more support than uh, than people are hearing. Um, the thing is, is if we can get politics out of it, it everybody seems to agree with the policy. Outstanding. What is the next step for you? Where, where you've introduced it. Uh, share with folks the path that this, this resolution must follow. My colleagues are so wonderful in their uh, respect and love for, for women and equal rights. In fact, today the speaker gave this great speech to open the session talking about the value of women and, and how we have been an, a leader uh, in women's rights, and I think that the next step is to uh, remind uh, our legislators of that love and respect so that we can move forward and have that grand gesture of uh, showing the value of women here in Utah. Or, uh, have you had uh, correspondence with some of your colleagues in other state legislatures and assemblies, and what's going on in the, in the other states who have yet to ratify this amendment? I actually spoke to the uh, to Virginia, okay. uh, people in Virginia, and congratulated them. There are other efforts that are going on. Utah, you know, though we're we're unique in the sense that we're one of uh, uh, a few states who have uh, it in our con- in our constitution. Um, actually, twenty five states, so half the states. So um, there are some uh, uh, push in the nation to ratify this, but uh, I'm doing it for a very different reason. We were early. Uh, um, you know, we were early leaders and we need to be a leader again. Outstanding. Representative Kwan, I'm grateful to you for joining me here today on the first day of the legislative session here in the state of Utah. Again, Representative Kwan is working to bring Utah into a list of states who have ratified uh, the Equal Rights Amendment uh, passed the Congress in 1972. We'll see if Utah can pull it off this year. Again, thank you so much. In our thank next you. segment, you might be able to hear some background noise or some kids out in the hall. Uh, you can hear them. They have a lot of things to say and there's some music playing out there we're going to speak with rick can you hear that yeah those are the kids uh, and they would like uh, freedom in school choice they and their parents and other teachers gathering with them in the rotunda of the u.s cap or of the utah capital we're going to speak with royce van tassel executive director of the utah association of public charter schools next here on live mike i'm lee lonsberry and this is ksl news radio A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.